Welcome everyone to Here Come the Sequels. Every week we analyze a different installment in a popular film series, trying to get a clear idea of how the series has progressed over time. I'm Tyler. And I'm just here so I don't get fined. I mean, I'm Alex. <laughs> and this week we're kicking off our inaugural podcast with a series on the live-action Transformers movies. Okay, so obviously the first one's called just Transformers. Mm -hmm. uh, it came out in 2007, directed by Michael Bay. And I guess I'll go ahead and give the scores. Uh, we're doing this based off Rotten Tomato scores. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a popular metric. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what everyone uses. Easiest to go with. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the critic score for the first Transformers movies is a 57%. Mm -hmm. And the second, or, or second rating we're using, I guess, is the uh, audience score, yeah. which is an 86%. <laughs> Obviously, there's, there's a bit of a difference. I talking about. That's not now, I guess general perception is is that this is the best of the yes. ba the Bay Definitely, definitely from a, everyone you talk to is like, oh yeah, that's that's the, the first one's good is what they'll say, and then yeah. you know they talk about how the rest are crap. I guess as you go ahead and lay out how we do this, mm -hmm. we watch all the movies before we go ahead and record. Yeah. So we've already watched all four of the Bay yeah. Formers movies that are currently out. Yeah, and. I have to wholeheartedly disagree with general uh -huh. general consensus. Yeah. This one is <sighs> maybe second best. I don't know. We'll have to. I, I guess we'll go. With I that. think that's fair. But um, it's it's not very good. No, it's, it's really <laughs> I'll, not. I'll go with that. Um, it's it. Uh, this this is a problem I have, especially with the first two. I know we'll get into it with the, our later episodes, but as a dumb action movie, you just walk in and enjoy it. It doesn't even work on that level for me. Mm -hmm. And and like I, I I very heavily resist the phrase "turn your brain off and enjoy it." I think well, you need to have some form of critical thought when you go into the movie and just you know just think about it. Does the plot make any sort of sense? And uh, not a whole lot worked for me here. Um, Tyler, what was your opinion? I, I'm I'm pretty much the same way. And I should go ahead and note before we we get any further because this is the first one. And take people a little while to get used to what we're doing yeah um since we're just focusing on the first one this time we're not going to really talk about the other ones yeah we've, we've hinted that we like other ones more but as far as or we hate this, other ones more yeah dun 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 as far as this episode goes we're just talking about the first one the next episode we'll talk about revenge of the fallen alongside, and so on and so forth yeah. uh, and and we'll, we'll call back to this one more as we get there yeah um but yeah, this this episode we're just talking about this, and it's not a good movie. It's, it's really not. There's there's lots of problems with it. There's lots and lots of problems with it. And and I I we both went into this movie thinking, oh yeah, you know, it's been a while since we've seen it. We enjoyed it when we saw it. It's fun. It's good. And then I guess it we came should, crashing down. I guess we should go ahead and just say our general thoughts on the Transformers movies, at least before going into this, yeah. watching all four movies. Yeah, because because before I I had never seen the third and fourth one before we we went through this uh, yeah. experiment. <laughs> Horrible, horrible experiment. Um, and I, I, the last one I'd seen was the second one. I saw that in IMAX, so I had a really skewed idea of what that was, just because it was a cool experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I generally didn't have very strong opinions on it. I just thought the first one's all right. Second one's not very good. Whatever. It's, it, it was not something that really I really thought much about. I think I have some form of nostalgic value for the <laughs> first three movies, at least. Uh, the fourth one, when I saw it, I was like, this is the worst thing ever. I'm sick of these <laughs> movies. But the first three movies, I think I have nostalgic value for, mostly because teenager growing up with those movies, that I was the target audience. Yeah, And, then, and this was yeah. a little while before I developed a critical mind in terms of plot <laughs> and character and just how a movie should work. So, yeah, definitely. Same here. So it, it's, it was an experience watching <laughs> these again and just really... Watching it with someone else and just picking stuff apart is... 
It yeah, makes it, yeah. it gives you a whole new version of how the movie plays out. Yeah. Um, okay, so I, I really don't know where we should start from here. I guess give me your favorite thing about the movie and your worst thing about the movie. So my my first thought when when you say favorite thing about the movie is the score, and I feel like that's kind of unfair because that works for a lot of movies that otherwise have nothing real going for them. It really works uh, well for all four Transformers. Yeah, it's, it's a good score for all all four Transformers movies, and and I feel the same way when someone asks me like my opinion on the Star Wars prequels and stuff like that. I feel like my answer is usually score, so I'm not going to go with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and actually discuss the movie, and I'd say. Honestly, the, can just just first one based on the first one alone, I I kind of feel like the this one it might be Sam and, and Michaela Michaela their their relationship and, and Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox is acting oddly enough everyone insults her acting but she's fine I mean she's not great she's yeah she's no she's she's not winning an Oscar no, or anything but no she's not but she is fine yeah there's nothing there's, she's likable yeah. enough. And she actually has some form of chemistry with, with Shia LaBeouf, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, keep going. Ooh, worst, worst <laughs> liked thing about this movie. Worst liked or most hated? Yes. <laughs> sure. Um, I... There's so much to choose from. I think for me it's the cinematography, which is something we'll, we'll have to spend a while talking about here. Yeah. Because... A lot of people, you know, and, and people have have bashed them before for the, like kind of. I think I think the the um the metaphor a lot of people use for when they watch these movies is that it's not even good because it feels like you're just watching a junkyard having sex. Yeah, I, th- I think that's I've seen that a lot. Yeah, and and that's that's pretty accurate. And there's some there's some weird stuff for, with with what I think happened there and why it looks so bad. But just generally, it's just such a, a confusing mess. Yeah, with. Just when you're trying to, to watch these fight scenes and stuff like that. For a movie that's supposed to pride itself on it's mm-hmm. an action movie, hey, look at these awesome fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, it's, <laughs> They're failing on, on the thing they promised. And there's many more reasons why it doesn't work on a yeah. dumb blockbuster, blockbuster action yeah. level either. But that's just, that's the biggest one is that the action's not even that good. Yeah. Uh, oh, let me go ahead and say, we're not here to step on anybody's toes. We're not here <laughs> to, you know, make anybody upset. That's why we're starting with the Transformers movies because we figured they're like the yeah, least controversial yeah, yeah. things to talk about. If you love these movies, more power to you. Yeah. That's great. You get enjoyment out of them. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I used to get enjoyment out of them yeah, too. Yeah. And I still do for some of them. And but... I, I, I totally recommend you go take a look back at that. Well, what did I go? I was, I was As an experiment. Say, just go back yeah, and watch yeah, it. Yeah, because I, I think, and, and I think especially if you if you watch it with someone else, maybe someone who doesn't like them at all and, and try and like like talk it through a little bit and, and see like like really take a critical look at it because that's that's kind of a lot of what we, we're trying yeah. to do here is just breaking down the fact that, that a lot of these older movies don't hold up today yeah and there's a reason for that yeah but also the exact opposite is true as well if we really like a movie and you hate it okay it's fine <laughs> yeah that's cool you're not hurting you probably our, have good reasons you're not hurting <laughs> our feelings for some movies yeah you're totally justified if you hate it and we love yeah. it that, that's cool but don't we'll like get there. <laughs> don't like send us comments or emails or whatever. However, people send information to us saying <laughs> you guys are idiots. You don't know anything. We're, we're tell just... us, feel free to tell us why. We're wrong. <laughs> yeah, but that, no, but, but but don't but don't just insult yeah. us. Say hey, yeah. I, I disagree with you on this point because, and yeah. then use the movie as your. Yeah, that's, that's, we. I think our, our central idea in starting this podcast is, is to kind of 
get people thinking a little bit more about these older movies and then yeah. taking a closer especially look at how, them and, and just, just starting a, a more conversation on them. And because, especially how these film series evolve over yeah, time. Yeah, and age. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I, I long-winded. Uh, uh, I'll, get, I'll get to my, my favorite thing and worst thing. Um, I, I think I'm going to have to agree with you on the, on the best thing. I'll, I'll just go with Shia LaBeouf. Okay, that's fair. Especially because they give him such a weak scene to start with for introducing his character, uh-huh. which and you still like him, yeah. Yes, he's weird. He's he's not what you would expect from a protagonist, but he's mm-hmm. he's still likable, and he's got personality, which is mm-hmm. he's not a stereotype. It's I don't know. He just, it just feels like almost like he shouldn't be in this movie. Oh, definitely. Not. <laughs> like he doesn't deserve this yeah, movie. Yeah. He deserves better. Which is weird because Shia LaBeouf's like totally lost his mind. <laughs> he's easily my favorite part of the movie. I find him funny even when the dumb, very, very dumb things are happening. Yes. He is still the bright spot where I'm like, yeah. I am I am watching this movie to follow you. You know. Mm-hmm. Um my least favorite part, and this will go for all four of these movies, the ridiculous runtime. Yeah. It's not right. quite as bad in this one. No. But <laughs> each one gets longer. It, it, mm-hmm. This one is about two hours and twenty minutes. It's about it's about it. Okay, I I, I don't understand the argument for dumb action movie when these movies mm-hmm. are that long. Mm-hmm. If it was an hour and a half, hour forty five, yeah, that's fine because they just come and do their action set pieces and then they're done. But to sustain yourself for over, I guess, like two hours and fifteen minutes would be my cutoff mark. That makes you seem like I don't know. You're going for something greater. Like your plot yeah. feels yes, like I it, agree. Like it's, nece- it's, it's, it's necessary. It's necessary to be long, that long. It should be necessary to yes. be that long. And this movie is not at all. <laughs> yeah, necessary to be that long. Yeah, and that goes the same for pretty much all of them, mm-hmm. even the ones that we like. But yeah, that that is easily my my biggest thing. And I guess they just give Michael Bay carte blanche in the editing room. There's gotta be. But the biggest thing was like there were so many bad moments in this movie. And I was like, just trim that. We don't need that. Just edit it. it. Just take it out. And you could have gotten it down to like two hours. Yeah. yeah no, Easily. I, I, I guess, where, where, where do we want to start now? Just get, getting full into the movie. Well, you, you, you kind of hit on a good point. That's a good starting point because it's, it's kind of the starting point of the movie. Is the fact that Shia LaBeouf's character is introduced as trying to, to pawn off his grandfather's... Great grandfather, great grandfather's yeah. Archibald Whitney. Yeah, Whitney. yeah, like uh, he, he's, he's mining type stuff. He, he's giving the oral presentation for for his high school class. Yeah. I guess it's his final. I guess yeah, for his great like whatever. But he, he's giving the exposition. You know, that's fine. That tells us a little bit about leading up to the Transformers, mm-hmm. whatever. But then he's like, "I'm selling all this stuff, by the way." And the professor or the teacher in the class is like. I don't think your great grandfather would be particularly proud of what you're doing here. And he's right. like, I'm, I'm selling it on eBay. I just, yeah. It's like, wow, this guy's kind of a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, and then he's ta- he's fighting with his teacher over the greatness. It's a very bad way to start off your protagonist. Yeah, yeah. It does not you, make you, him seem like You likeable. feel like it, it's not like you. As you watch the movie, you feel you just kind of grow into the, okay, he's just an awkward teenager guy and yeah. he doesn't really know what he's doing. Um, which works very well for Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, but as because he's just a weird guy. Like, like in that first scene, and and he's he's somehow charismatic enough that it kind of kind of wins he you over. He has the perfect balance of weird and you know he he has charisma. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so bizarre. It, it works really well for playing like a teenager. Yeah. But in the first, and if he didn't pull you back in, that first scene would leave you just thinking 
he's just some sleazy like you know horrible guy who like is is doesn't deserve anything that he anything good that's coming to him like it, it there there would be no reason to enjoy his character at all if uh Shia LaBeouf didn't save him and the movie pretty much and this is one thing I've noticed as they keep going with these movies many of the times where they're introducing protagonists mm. their first scenes are terrible yeah yeah introducing them is just off let's let's talk about Michaela okay she doesn't get a whole lot of dialogue in, in the beginning she doesn't get any dialogue in that scene that we were just talking about uh, she really starts talking after, when they go to the lake thing yeah they go to a lake and Shia LaBeouf brings his weird friend who starts <laughs> climbing a tree we'll get into all the weird Michael Bay moments yeah I call this the Michael Bay which factor. is like 75% of the movie yeah and and like uh, Shia LaBeouf he, he's dissing her boyfriend or whatever and the boyfriend's like oh you can't drive my, my truck it's valued I'm a I'm a stereotypical high school mm-hmm. jock dick <laughs> and she's like okay I'm just gonna leave you and then Shia LaBeouf you know picks her up and he's like and, yeah. and Bumblebee does radio like he's love songs and then why why, oh, why is he trying to hook them up whatever yeah um <laughs> at this point in the movie anyway and Michaela's first thing is like I don't know why I've, I'm always in this situation I guess I'm just attracted to guys with with huge arms and you know the, the eight pack abs, abs or tight abs yeah, yeah. And, and then Shia LaBeouf starts doing his little flexing thing and it's awkward <laughs> but whatever but it, it's that is a horrible way to start yeah. her off it's like you don't come off thinking... Oh, she's just weak for hot guys. Yeah, it, it's it's like the movie is trying to make the force the actors to win you back. Because, like, instead of introducing, okay, he's an awkward teenager, we're introducing... This is he's what... this really sleazy teenager who is, like, has no self-awareness. Yeah. And she's... In, instead of thinking, oh, she's the, the popular girl that is kind of misunderstood. Yeah. Or, like, like doesn't... Gets a bad rap. No, but then it gets she worse. really is just a super shallow popular girl. It gets yeah. worse. They, they further the shallowness <laughs> because she's like... You know, how many classes have we been in together, mm-hmm. you know? And, and she, she forgets his name, although that's a funny running gag that everybody messes up yeah, with yeah. Wit- Wiki. And uh, he's like, we've been in classes together since, like, first grade. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, you look different. And he's like, oh, oh my, this is not working yeah, at all. Yeah. But but she ends up winning, winning us back later. Exactly. But she eventually, she asks him, she's like, do you think I'm shallow? <laughs> is, <laughs> and the answer should be yes at this point in the movie. Yeah. No, and then he's like, I think there's more than meets the eye. With <laughs> <laughs> they, they use the Transformers line, which is probably the best way they could have used that. Although later they use it again. Optimus Prime uses it, yeah. it, uses it yeah, again. That's, yeah, whatever. That, whatever. <laughs> Weirdness, we'll get into that. Okay. Um, but here's yeah. my overall argument. All the positives for the movie are fighting the Michael Bay factor to outshine everything Absolutely. else. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, and and it, it, that's that's what I'm saying is like the the best part of it is is watching the odd chemistry between Megan Fox and Shia LaBeouf and they like and some of the other characters all yeah, as well yeah like uh, I, I'm having a hard time remembering her name the Australian analyst uh, um, who who is also in Jessica Jones and she's great in that yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I was about to say I, I only know her as as, as Trish Walker or whatever but yeah uh, um, uh, but but she's friends with Anthony Anderson who's who's another hacker. Mm-hmm. And them playing off of each other is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, I do. Especially when they're in the holding cell and he's like, you know, if you don't eat any of the donuts that they think you're guilty, <laughs> I ate the whole thing. <laughs> and then they come in and he's like, she did it. It was yeah. all her. She made me. Yeah, no, it, 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 the movie does a decent job of setting up some characters for you to like. Yeah. But it, the, this is a good, a good segue into, into another major problem with the movie is the fact that, including... Uh, 
Anthony Anderson. Yeah. Um, the, for all the for the like three or four characters they set up, you're kind of like, okay, I like them. You know, they they seem like some. They don't seem like complete caricatures. Yeah. They end up being like horrible stereotypes, like everyone else in the movie. Oh, it did not start off well because it starts yeah. off with Josh Duhamel, Tyrese Gibson, and their mm-hmm. little military team. And it's like you have generic white guy who's trying to get back to his newborn child. Yes. And, and his 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 wife, wife and newborn child. Yeah. The, the black guy, and I hate to say that, but they don't give anything for Tyrese no. Gibson to. No, you, they don't give him anything to do. You have Hispanic guy who is talking about how his mother sees things, and it's like, and you what? have you have a, a and then you have like a Cajun nerd. dude, yeah, who who like no the uh, no that's what I'm talking about, right? I, I thought they were different. I, I can't remember. Right. They basically they I mean they might have like matched two <laughs> stereotypes together, but then they have like the nerdy guy with the glasses who starts. He says something about comic books. But, um, yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, remember getting hot dogs at Fenway? And it's like, oh, he's... The he's, most stereotypically American thing you can yeah. make. Hot dogs and a cold beer at This Fenway. almost feels like it's made for people that are not living in the United States. Yeah. Like it's made yeah, for... Yeah, no, I could, I could totally believe like it. Like, it's made for foreign um, markets, mm-hmm. which is weird once we get to Transformers 4 and half that movie is made for foreign markets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I agree. It's It's... You've got this troop that is literally nothing but stereotypes. Yeah. We, we introduced that. Um, and then uh, we, we we get to the Autobots, and it feels like two or three of them are, are really racist. Not I mean, not as... We'll get to the really <laughs> racist Autobots, but... Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> they're still pretty, pretty, like, you know, stereotypical. Jazz. Yeah, yeah, you know. This looks like a cool place to kick it. <laughs> like, What? Yeah. Okay, I have a theory on this. <laughs> I am putting more thought into this than I know the, the screenwriters were, so bear with me. What if... They say they learn everything about how, how humans work through the internet. What if they looked at how terrible the internet is, and like internet trolls and everything, and that's how they developed the stereotypes? Just through their research, <laughs> and them finding out how horrible the internet is. I think that would be actually pretty funny, but yep. of course they don't do it. And, and of that. course they never like learn beyond yeah. that because they do. They, you, did you mention that they do mention the internet? Yes. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I. I mean, that's <sighs> that would be an interesting thing to go with. I guess. It, Although I think it's better to just not do stereotypes at all. That yeah. would be ideal, but I don't think it's possible in a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> so, um, excellent segue. Let's get to the Michael Bay <laughs> oh, factor of it all. Uh, every five seconds there's just a weird thing it's like he is some form of like he cannot pay attention yeah he's got like ADD or something yeah, yeah he's and, constantly and, going wait the plot what I'm looking at this thing oh wait I'm, I'm looking at that like I, I'm thinking of the scene where they go to get Sam's car and it's <laughs> Bernie Mac is is the guy who Bobby Bolivia and he, <laughs> he's he I don't know what to make of any of this. And then he's he's talking about his his mammy, and then he looks over and he starts, <laughs> and she like flicks him off, and he starts saying how he's gonna kill her or something. It's like, what? And and, <laughs> it makes, and of course, there's also the stereotypical Hispanic dude there, right? And, yeah. And there's some like, and there's like, one of them's like in a clown suit, and he's like, oh, oh the, yeah, the sun's making the the makeup get in my eyes or something. Yes. Yeah. What is what? This and is then, a Transformers movie, and then Bumblebee like uh, destroys all the glass, yeah, with like an EMP blast type thing or something like that, and for all the other cars, so that for some reason the dude thinks it's a good idea and that to to sell this car to to them for a lower price and yeah. like it's like whatever why would they buy that car at that whatever. Point? 
Yeah, so that's that's just the point is weird moments like this are in every scene in this movie, and at least that one progresses the plot because they at least get Bumblebee out of that. But there's so many things like the the one after Sam gets arrested by the cops and the weird detective or whatever is like interrogating him him. or whatever, and that never nothing ever comes of that. Um, There's there's a whole wait wait what was that? You had my piece fifty cent (laughs) as what? There's Who so decided many, this should have been left in the movie? There are so many moments like that where it's like, this is not necessary whatsoever. And, um, no, I was going to say that, uh, that, that, speaking of that cop section, there's like a whole chunk of the movie that could just be ripped out. Oh, yeah. Um, like, because, uh, so, so what happens at one point is, uh, Bumblebee, uh, drives off to alert the Autobots that the Allspark is here because he he finds that out some way, doesn't he? Like, some, who cares? I don't remember. Um, <laughs> and we'll get to the Allspark and, and all that mythology stuff. Yeah. Uh, but like, so Bumblebee drives off to alert the Autobots, and Sam freaks out and calls the cops and like uh, records a message saying like I to to his his family about how you know he's he's afraid that he's gonna die and like yeah cause he oh, sees Bumblebee and he's like oh my god an alien yeah, yeah. yeah and um so there's all this stuff like that yeah and and like this 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 whole plot line and then the cops show up and I had remembered I thought that what happened in the scene was the cops show up and then it turns out to be the the Decepticon, the Decepticon who's dressed and disguised they attack as a cop and that's what yeah. I remembered that as but then no the cops actually arrest him he gets taken to jail he gets let out and nothing comes of that. Yeah. And then there's this other like chase thing where because Bumblebee's car shows back up and he freaks out mm-hmm. and he gets on his mother's yeah. pink bike yeah. and he starts just trying to get away from Bumblebee. And so he runs. Into, he runs into Megan Fox at a Burger King. Excellent product placement, <laughs> by the way. And uh, and I guess the cop car finds him and starts yeah. chasing him. Which which is what I'm saying. It's like. So the only the only difference, and and this leads into the battle with the cop with Bumblebee and the cop. Yeah. The only difference in the scenes because they also do a weird like day to night change. Yeah. In the middle of this, there's a lot of those in this movie where it's just like they couldn't be bothered to make sure they had things lined up, or at least try and edit it with the coloring. Yeah, and... yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so so the only difference between that setup or that 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 scene setup with the cops, Bumblebee, and Shia LaBeouf. Is that Megan Fox is now there? Yeah. But the thing is, Megan Fox is only there because he happened to trip by her on it's a while, convenience. while riding with. It is a huge. There's, convenience. Yeah. There's no reason why that would be. So there's no reason why they couldn't have just come up with a convenience for her to be at the same junkyard in that first scene, or him to run into her while he's chasing Bumblebee. That leads to that junkyard. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's literally no reason not. You literally to just... could have done the same exact thing where she's at a Burger King. It just happens to be at night. Yeah. There's, it, it, it's an entire, tra- and you know, it would make, it would even make more sense for him to like, call, the, he calls the cops, so it would make sense if like, they, the Decepticons were listening in, yeah. so then they tracked him down, like, like they, so, something like that, but instead. And that would make sense why. The cop the, finds him. It was so quickly. Yeah. Because it makes no sense that the cops show up So this fast. is like a 10 or 15 minute chunk that you could just wipe out. Yeah. And you just cut out like. I mean, maybe not, it might not be quite that, but like probably in about ten minutes of the movie, yeah. just just gone. Yeah. And now you now things make more sense. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, one thing I, I think we're gonna realize as we go through all of these, most of these scripts feel like they're a first draft. 
Yeah, where it's like, definitely. okay, we don't have time to make a second draft where everything's mm-hmm. streamlined. Let's just get everything we can out there. And then Michael Bay comes up with all of the comedy bits on set. Yeah. That's what it feels like for yeah, me. Yeah, anyway. I, I agree. But uh, the Michael Bay weirdness is just... And and the, it, it's... So the, we, we've set a few examples of the situations in which that comes up. Yeah. And there are many more. It, it keeps happening throughout the movie. Like the... John Turturro <laughs> is a walking Michael Bay joke. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he loses his... Oh yeah, Bumblebee lubricates on him. Oh God, what a... And and I thought this movie was made partially for kids to sell toys. Yeah, to sell toys. Um, and then he takes off his clothes. They make and him strip, he... and he's and he's got like an S seven yeah. undershirt or yeah, and... sector seven. Yeah, and and gets worse in the second movie. There's all, but so so that's all those scenes happen that are weird. Yeah, and that that shouldn't be this convoluted and distracting and, and all over the place. <laughs> uh, yeah. Pretty much anything involving his parents or his dog is like that. Where it's like, why is this? Why are they in here? Why do they make a running gag about Sam not like his dad saying, "Hey, stay off the grass." <laughs> I guess they're setting up so that when the Transformers are walking all over the yard, it's like, it's "Oh funny. my god, they're yeah. ruined! The, the yard is totally." But we ruined. don't really get a reaction to no. that. Like the dad reacts to it later, but it's the kind of a single weird. greatest WTF moment mm-hmm. from this movie is when when. The power goes out, and the parents go up to his room, and then there's a part where you could just cut it off where Me- Megan Fox just stands up and she's like, hi, I'm Michaela. Uh-huh. And then, but no, they have the mom interrogates Shia LaBeouf, and she's like, were you masturbating? Yeah. And it, it, It's like a five minute, maybe not that long, but it's, it's, it's a long yeah. conversation between him and his parents that's accomplishing About nothing. Masturbation. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Megan it's, Fox. This movie is Transformers. Yeah, and then, and then they see they see Megan Fox. It's like, oh, like okay. imagine an X Men movie, and then suddenly they just do a masturbation joke. It wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know we're not taking this nearly as serious as we are the X Men movies, but still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's it's and and that kind of leads into into also the the dialogue factor, which is just a, another like like we're just talking about like a situation but the, the dialogue too is just there's so much stuff that doesn't sound like anything anybody would ever actually say yeah um the you 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 brought up the the good point which which was a kind of a running measurement we tried to to come up with in all of these movies oh, yeah. <laughs> is that one in five jokes lands yeah uh, and and that's that's about like there's so many like things that are supposed to be like a, a, a quick or a joke, and you're just like, what? Um, well, I, I can't even remember any of the lines right now that that did land for us. Most of the Anthony Anderson stuff landed for me. Yeah, yeah, that's like, true. When He's they go good. into the S seven thing to to see how the cube works, and they activate the cell phone, and it uh-huh. goes crazy. But uh, beforehand, they they look on the marks, the marks on the wall. Tyrese Gibson goes. What, Freddy, Freddy Krueger been up in here or something? Anthony uh, Anderson just goes, No, man, that's three cause. That's Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, and that, that was yeah, pretty there, funny. There's, there's the, again, it's it's like one in five jokes and like... But then immediately it goes to them trying to turn on the phone and then John Turturro's like, Oh, you, you gotta respect the way of the Japanese because of the, the, the cell phone or yeah. whatever. And then the Australian goes, girl goes... The company that made that is based in Finland. Yeah. And then John Voigt, he's the secretary of defense, I guess, whatever. Something. And he's like, you know, he, he's kind of, he's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, what, why is this in the movie? 
Why is Joan Turturro in the movie? Is a good a good question to start with for for trying to figure out where why this went is wrong. He, why is he not just stern government mm-hmm. man? Because mm-hmm. he's a funny guy, and like it, and, and he can be funny. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, it, sometimes he can be funny it, it works in a sequels. Yeah, to this. Yeah. But as far as this movie goes, he's just not. It, it's, it's and he's creepy. He is oh, yeah. more que- oh, creepy yeah. towards Megan Fox. He makes a remark about her wearing a training bra. Mm-hmm. Then he looks her up and down and goes, she's a criminal. Criminals are hot. Oh, and by the way, how does he know about her criminal background? This is a good, this is a good jumping off point for... But, but they, hold on. They don't show him doing like any research looking up the, like their their records with the police uh-huh. or anything. He just goes, hey, she's a criminal. She, she's, you know, been, been arrested before. And mm-hmm. then Strahlova freaks out about whatever. But... Like, little things like that, you and I were noticing, like, they're really not caring about no. anything at all. No. Like, they, they do not care about anything connecting, anything making sense. This is just lazily thrown together. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, no, it, it's, it's, there's all sorts of, I mean, this, this one does not suffer from the, the plot holes and inconsistencies so much, but there, there is a lot of stuff where, you know, you're just like, eh, why did that matter? Um, Mostly because you and I could think of just more streamlined ways of how mm-hmm. to fix it while mm-hmm. just telling a simpler story. Yeah. Um, and this story is very simple yeah. when you get down to it. They're after a cube. Yeah. Because the cube a creates cube. Transformers life. Like, that's, that's what According they came from. To According to this movie. We'll get to that later. The mythology There's, just changes as we go. Yeah. Every movie, they come up with a new way that that works. And we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, they find the cube. And Megatron is also there because Sam's grandfather found Megatron, and uh, they took Megatron to like the same. The, this is all under the Hoover Dam. They took him to the same facility, which is it's fine. Yeah. alternate history. Type yeah, that's, stuff. I'm, I'm okay with that. They yeah. do a lot of that in these movies, which is kind of weird. But yeah. it's it's it usually works. It's usually it's mild. them pretending it's to usually be the, smarter. Than it's they usually are. the most clever thing in the movie. Yeah. Um. No, they and so they they build the Hoover Dam around the giant Allspark because um. They didn't, or that's where it landed, and you know that's the alternate history thing. Or they they uh, they want to keep anybody any aliens from being able to detect its yeah. energy. Yeah, that's that's right. Covering in concrete and all yeah. that stuff. Um, which is fine. Uh-huh. Yeah, that works fine. Perfectly um, acceptable. And so the Autobots come and they find it. Uh, is a Bumblebee transforms it into a small cube? Yes. And so they they take that and uh, is it is it. Uh, is the idea I can't can't remember for sure is Optimus Prime saying that they need to destroy it or like they need to hide it away or they need to hide it away from the Decepticons but if they're not able to do that he's going to quickly try and commit suicide and put it into his spark and and it'll destroy destroy both it and him which is fine it's a good setup it's a good setup because it's like okay you know we've set up that he's he's willing to do this we've set up his character a little bit you know that's good it's good stuff although uh it should be noted that pretty much all of this gets told to you throughout the movie, but there's a ten... I don't know. There, there's a, a, a decently long prologue, or like at least monologue from, from Optimus Prime. It shows the cube, the cube float, floating and then eventually starts falling to Earth. When it would be so much more effective. No, if, but all that information just gets repeated later. Yeah, and it would be so much more effective if we found this out a little bit by bit. And we're like, uh, oh, okay. There's a cube and it created us transforms. Oh, well, I already know. Yeah. 
There's so there's no mystery at all. I know what the cube does. Yeah, because otherwise it would be like revealing little bits of it. By yeah, because you'd be like, all right, so what did Sam's great grandfather find, and how does that work? The in question it? is, was that like studio notes after the I first like cut, where it's like, oh, you need to tell us what's going on because dumb audience members are going to be confused. They're not. They don't care about a something mystery. Something like that. Yeah, something um, like that. I don't know, but the story's just not that interesting. And when it and then it doesn't make sense occasionally and <sighs> and then they they once they get the cube they take it to a city they call it mission city we'll although, get to that they, al- although in revenge of the fallen they call it los angeles yeah um, so they whatever. call it mission city so they take the cube to mission city for some reason they're like we need to hide it there I don't know what the idea behind that is or like where they're planning on hiding it that would be better than the whatever um so they they take it there and that extends the plot another like 20 minutes because we have to have our final battle then they have in the a big, huge the city big, the big fight scene in the big city yeah um and by the way if, if we if we're idiots and we don't know that mission city is another name for los angeles please please tell us oh yeah yeah <laughs> i mean we didn't we didn't look that up for sure but we, um, we could have looked that up but whatever yeah um, but it's it's just so weird. They specifically call it Mission yeah, City, yeah. but then it's never referred to uh-huh. as Los Angeles in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So so they they go and they have the big fight, and then and I, that, that's actually a nice a nice you know thing. It's like oh, Sam puts the cube in, in Megatron instead, and it's like okay, so they set it up, and it was kind of can't, it was a little twist. I mean, it was easy to see. And then there's a little piece of the all spark still left, and it's like oh, sequel mm-hmm. possibly, you know. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. That, that's fine. Yeah. That's the, the the plot is basic, but that because it's so basic, there shouldn't be little things that don't make sense. Like the and it also shouldn't be two like, hours and twenty minutes, and it just shouldn't be this long. They keep extending it, and I don't know why because they're not extending it for action sequences. They're extending it for the sake of making it longer, so Michael Bay can put more weird jokes that don't. There's land. only just a couple of action sequences, like no, two or three. There's not many before the the final like thirty yeah. minute battle. Yeah, yeah. Um... And that the we'll go ahead and break down a little bit of the one something that that really gave me personally problems is the cinematography is just not good. Like people say, oh, you turn your mind off and you'll enjoy it, but you don't enjoy it because you're you, the robots are all like gray, you know, things of like pieces scattered like everywhere. Millions of robotic parts with, just with, slamming into each with, other with little bits of color on like a few panels yeah and like the only ones that you can really tell who they are, are like bumblebee and optimus yes definitely everyone and megatron because every time you see megatron he's big and he's got his like rhino head thing going on yeah um yeah and, and everyone else is like uh, uh, i think and this is a problem with with the rest of i remember several times you and another friend that was watching these with us you guys kept going wait who is that and several Which times, one is that? And several How times did... I had to go, well, that is Starscream. And you guys were like, oh, I couldn't recognize him. And then he turns into a plane and you're like, oh! Yeah, yeah you can <laughs> tell who they are when they're like a, a vehicle. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's like, what? <laughs> I don't know. And, and of okay, course... Okay, so it, it looks like it's shot... Some of the action scenes, like it's documentary style. Like it looks like it's shot from the ground by uh-huh. a cameraman and it's shaky. Yeah. And and something something that I thought of while I was watching this, that, that it just seemed like this was happening. Because for every, or for most of the scenes, I don't think there's a single good shot in this of the Transformers, by the way. I, I, I can't really think of one that I thought I saw, and I was like, okay, cool. Like, like that's that's good action. Like, I, I don't yeah. think there's a single one. Um, 
I know. I was gonna say like, it feels like every shot is cropped down. Yeah. Like we're not. It feels like there's no focus to a lot of the shots because like there there will be like the the humans are running away, but then the 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 Decepticon or whatever or the Autobot fighting is in the back or is is in like the the other side of the the camera, and so it's like. You don't really know who you were looking at because it's not looking down at the at the, the humans yeah. with, it's with like, like wait the wait, wait what am I supposed to focus on what and it, like focused in the background but they, it's not and I'm not I'm not a professional cinematographer by any means I'm not yeah. like a big expert but, in this but when you have to go wait what am I supposed to look at in the shot yeah. the, the movie yeah. has a problem there's nothing striking in, in any of the shots really it's it should just, be very simple as like oh I'm supposed to look at that <laughs> but like there's so many t- I don't I don't remember a single shot where it's like. Where it's not like super up close on a transformer, where it's like I'm supposed to be focusing on their fight. Yeah. They always look like they're in the background. Yeah, yeah. Or like if they're if they're not, it's it's you're right up. Yeah. On them, so you have no idea what's happening. And because it looks I, like junkyards it, having it, sex it, with yeah. each other. It feels to me almost like a lot of that was they they filmed the shot. You know, there's they made sure they were ready to put in the green screen and everything. Or I'm not green screen, but like to put in the CGI that in, in some way they prepared for that. Yeah. And then. Michael Bay or somebody was like, "Oh, we need to make the robots all big and huge and awesome and and super detailed." And because of that, like they almost went over like the, yeah. the side of the like because there's so many things where it just cuts off the the robots and you're like, "What? I'm I'm not getting anything out of the shot." I think um, the only Mike, Michael, um, I, I just want to let you know, all like 100 percent of our special effect shots, the cinematography they don't look that great because you want them to be so big. Yeah, they they just look like they're in the background or they're too up close or what. Do you want us to do any of them? Make them bigger. <laughs> Pretty much. Make them more detailed. The only... Add a million extra parts onto Megatron. I think literally <laughs> the only shot that makes sense, in the according to the action, is the one of Megatron ripping apart uh, Jazz. Yeah. I think that's the only one where you can tell what's happening between <laughs> two Transformers. Which is weird, because they're both gray. Yeah. And and Jazz is another one where I was I, I completely had no idea that he and Ironhide or Ironside or whatever the name is were two different characters. <laughs> yeah. So that's another thing. But um Yeah. But I don't think I had quite as much of a problem with it as you, although I noticed it. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is whatever. Yeah. I was just more like, I'm just ignoring this. <laughs> Which also uh, It's the action sequences. That's supposed to be the stuff where I'm like, oh yeah, that this is awesome, just on a yeah. most yeah. superficial level. And even that, I was like, I'm kind of ignoring this. <laughs> no, um, I, I, and and I don't want people to think we're like being pretentious or anything. We enjoy a- action movies. We'll like, get to that. Like, no, no. Like, I'm thinking Mad Max Fury Road. Like, that's a straightforward action movie, and it's brilliant. Although well that's shot. that's that's not a good choice because everyone loves Mad Max. But like, there are other action movies. But like, it's well shot. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what I'm going for. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, I mean, I'd I'd, I'd put in if. if for me, like the, the pinnacle, especially of, in terms of cars, like mishmashing yeah. and all, that's the first thing that I thought. Yeah, the, for me, like the, the pinnacle of like the dumb action movie is Jurassic World. <laughs> I, I like that movie a lot, even though I acknowledge that it's not a very good movie. Yeah, but the the I, I like a lot of the shots in that movie, and that's an example of of someone who is trying to show you the action instead of someone who's trying to give you close ups of a Transformers crotch because that <laughs> happens a lot. They need to quit with the slow. I, it's not quite slow motion, but the the we're gonna linger on this for mm-hmm. half a minute of a transformer transforming, and we go we zoom the camera around all over them, and at some point in all of these they show its crotch, <laughs> they like go between its legs and they show its crotch like all in depth, and it's like why? 
Can, not, can I not just get a wide shot of it transforming? If it looks good, I'll think it's awesome. You don't need all this because I can't tell what what that what wait what's that what yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah, a, that, it's like a living nightmare. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, yeah, the, it's just and and that that kind of the, talking about the transformation stuff that that kind of brings us to to another another good point. Um, the the suspense is this not was, this, this is my this, is your, this was something yeah. you really didn't like. Yeah. Um, the suspense used to like kind of. Bring it, there is no suspense used to, to discuss. There is no lead up to the Transformers are transforming. How awesome is this? Yeah. Like, there's no there's no money shot. The first scene, they have the Decepticon helicopter, and they just show him transform. And uh-huh. then he just starts attacking people. There's no, like, mystery. There's no, like, oh, we're not going to show quite what he looks like. Uh-huh. No, they directly show him. Yeah, they directly show him transforming. The and then they're all like, oh! And they start shooting. And, and, and then they works. show the mini one who turns into a CD player on the president's yeah. plane... And since it's when Bush was in office, they do like a little stereotype <laughs> Bush joke. Yeah, whatever. Round me up some ding dongs, darling. It's weird, whatever. <laughs> but Michael Bay, yeah, Michael Bay, yeah. And, but that would have been perfect. Like having him in the shadows. Oh, you don't know what's going on, but he's hacking their system. Oh, isn't this kind of terrifying? Uh-huh. What's attacking the Secret Service agents? Keeping it, you know, it, don't show him. That's when you use quick cuts and shaky cam. Yeah, when you're like, yeah, exactly. we don't want you to see what's going on because we're doing that it, on purpose. It reverses the type of the type of shots it should be doing throughout the movie. Like <laughs> it gets more and more impossible to understand. Like I was thinking, like even even when uh, Shia LaBeouf's chasing after Bumblebee and he goes off and sends his little Autobot bat signal thing to yeah for, yeah. for them all. That was dumb. But <laughs> when Shia LaBeouf looks out and sees him, it's a very wide shot. Bumblebee is in far in the background. Yeah. But you could still make him out like completely. Yeah, he just plays a robot. He's like, okay, we didn't even see. Why not just show Shia LaBeouf's reaction when he sees him? Like maybe show like a corner of him or something. Don't show the whole thing and then have Shia LaBeouf just be freaking out and be like, "Can I see what one of these things looks like in all of its glory now?" Yeah, that's what the buildup should be. And then finally, when Bumblebee saves them and they go and meet up with all the other Autobots, that's when you show them in their full glory. And then you show that awesome shot of Optimus Prime finally transforming, Uh and you're like. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. I'm glad they spent 45 minutes to an hour building this up. Yeah, because then you're like, oh, cool. And then, and then you get to see them all. If, if, it, if it was shot right, you'd get to see them all doing all this cool stuff for the rest of the time. You'd be like, all right, cool. We're on board. It's great. But no, they blow their load within the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And every time, and still, from that point on, every time a Transformer transform, an, an Autobot They take trans- way too much time that too, for those. That too, but I was going to say, every time an Autobot transforms, they play the dun-dun-dun. Yeah, yeah, like, like the they, super they heroic that. music. It's like, dramatic. <laughs> it's like, that would be really effective if I hadn't seen this happen like ten times already. Yeah. Like, the evil guys. And they keep doing it over and yeah, over and again. They keep, and that's not just in this movie, that's in all of the movies. Yeah. Um, but, uh... Yeah, it's 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 very weird, and I also um, it was so frustrating because that just screamed to me as this is so obvious how you would do this, especially because <clears> I remember like the marketing and stuff for this, like they showed the teaser trailer was that the the, the Martian thing landing on Mars, the little yeah, satellite or whatever, yeah, and then you can't tell what the transformer is because it looks all black, and then it just grabs it and it's like Transformers two thousand seven, uh-huh. like I remember that, uh huh. Because it's effective. Why can't that be like the first hour of the movie? Like yeah. like that type of, we're not going to show you what it is. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And also, um, another little little thing to tack on to this. The uh, Megatron is frozen in 
uh, under the Hoover Dam all this time, and we don't really know how he got him there at all. That's another weird thing. Oh yeah, how they, they, how they got him there at all? From like, all the way from the Arctic. Yeah, he just get, got there totally frozen the entire time. Whatever. I think they say they move him in. They specifically say they move him in 1934. I don't know what we're supposed to assume they did to do that. Whatever. Lots <laughs> of stuff like that in the movie. Um, yeah. But there, he's he's frozen and in, in, in like a standing up position. He's kind of murky, and you can't tell exactly what you're looking at. And um, and I mean they they do show show some close up stuff I think of him yeah. when uh, Archibald Whitwicky first finds him yeah um but yeah like like they they show him uh, frozen there and then it's I, I forget what causes him to unfreeze I think the the Decepticons they turn off the power to the Hoover Dam yeah which is fine um and then he just kind of you'd, you'd expect the like slowly like the ice is cracking and shifting it's like and there's you know? and there'll be a build up as like and, and oh like, rip it's out. like a ticking time bomb we don't quite yeah. know when yeah. he's gonna break but it, it like you know they do the suspense and you like keep looking back at it while the Autobots try and get the all spark out you know you can yeah. do something like that yeah. but instead it's like just one shot of oh the ice isn't working like it stopped he cracks out I am Megatron which is and the, <laughs> that's it he's free and then he just starts murdering people <laughs> and it's like okay um we knew you were Megatron. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Have a nice day. And they have day. the running joke about the well. They have the running joke about the scientist called him NBE one. Yeah. And and then they're like, Sam keeps going like they call him Megatron. Yeah. It's important. And it's like okay, yeah. I whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's 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 a major problem. That there's no, they don't set up anything in this movie. Like it's it's they plug in stereotypes it's not there for there, the, there are very few setup and payoff moments yeah they they, they plug in the, the one the, that the I summary. liked I like the Witwicky motto uh, no sacrifice no victory and then he does the thing with the cube and Optimus is like Sam you saved me oh you you sacrificed you know you took yeah, all this yeah. he's like no sacrifice no victory that was nice yeah. that was yeah, fun there, there's little things like that that do work but we're not saying it's, it's an awful movie well it's a it's a bad movie. We're not saying it's it's trash. Like just the bottom of like just just it's it's close. But there are redeeming qualities. There yes. is some. Yes. There's just not a whole lot, and it's it's not the type of thing that I want to watch again anytime soon. Yeah. Um. I would say that with most of these. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let me see. Have we we covered just about everything? Yeah. I, I can't think because, of anything else. Yeah. But in summary, basically, it's it's a movie that it it takes lazy ways out of setting up of creating characters like with the stereotypes and everything just to, to put them in there so that they're they buoy the movie up it, it does all this weird comic movie stuff with every character Michael they, Bay madness yeah the they Michael all, Bay they factor they all have just weird dialogue that occasionally works but a lot of the time does not yeah um and then the the Transformers just start showing up everywhere and they're doing all the stuff and you can't tell what's going on um I, I will say I guess there were a few I said there were no good shots. There were a few, I think, in the, the scene where Optimus, I think, is fighting the on the the Bone Crusher. Is that his name? The the on, on they're on the. I don't remember. They're in the road. All the, these the, movies the, like, are, are blur to me. <laughs> no, now. they're in like the giant like road network bridge. Oh network yeah, thing, yeah, and then yeah. They they're on the through. highway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that that was nice. That was there nice. were some good shots. Although in there. it had the dumb thing where it was like. In, in the SUV with the mom trying <laughs> the to check it. And the kids show a kid cool, in, mom? A, in an action movie. Oh, God. Um, yeah. The only worst moment than that is in Spider-Man 3, but we'll get there eventually. Oh, man, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's... it's there, there's, Can we there's, stop giving terrible lines to little kid extras? 
No. Can I start that petition in Hollywood? No. Not allowed? No. Uh, yeah, it's it's just like they, they do all this weird... They set up all these weird stereotypes. Everyone's weird. Everyone does says weird things. And then there's so many unnecessary plot lines, unnecessary scenes, and so much just... It's so bloated, and you can't really tell what the act, what's going on in the action. And then it, it, it just kind of all flops out. It's like, okay, we're done. <laughs> like, there's there's not really, like, a, a anything that is accomplished in a way that makes you you care about what's happening in front of you, except for the fact that the actor, the main, the, the main actors are, are good enough to make you like yeah. the characters, kind of. Yeah. The Lincoln Park song is nice. Yeah, that's true. Again, the score. The score's pretty good. Best that, part of the movie. That ain't the score. It's, I know, but I'm saying like this. I, I enjoyed the soundtracks for all of these movies. Yes. They, uh, Steve Jablonski yeah. wrote them. And then well, no, no, I mean, uh, uh, just the music, the, the other music that they choose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. The, 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 but they bring in stuff like Lincoln Park, the Goo Goo Dolls, stuff <laughs> like that. Uh, I think the fourth movie where they do Imagine Dragons. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Dragons. There's, there's, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Although um, in the second movie they do Nickelback, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, Are we done? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that just about covers everything that that needs covering about this movie. It's it's just it's not very good, and I think you'd be surprised if you went back and really tried to like break down what was happening in front yeah. of you. And we're not we again we we just, went in expecting to be totally fine with what we we thought we thought it was going to take another movie or two for us to really be like oh god. But it started off. But it just... started off quite bad and it's, it's just yeah there's there's a lot of stuff wrong with it um it's not the type of thing i would ever watch again i i recommend it to people who really like it and haven't seen it if you've seen it recently and you really like it then i mean I, you just really like it that's fine you know you 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 have your reasons um but mostly just take some of our criticisms in mind yeah. uh, if you disagree with them on some of them you know it's fine yeah, yeah. It's just, just, what? just think about some of the stuff we're talking about if you if you want to watch the movie again just uh-huh. think about it yeah no, because I, cause I think it's it's a little mind-blowing when you, you realize how much you used to think that movie was okay. Like, yeah. When, if you, if you, for, for if that ever, if that's ever happened to you with a movie where, you know, you, you thought you were totally fine with it and then you watch it again. I mean, that, ha- that happened to me with this. I know, I'm, I'm saying, like, if, <laughs> yeah. if, if you've ever been through that experience, this could be another one. I have been with that. Which may be a reason not to watch it again. Ways. You may yeah. just not want to don't don't that. ruin the nostalgia <laughs> yeah, for yourself. Yeah, just leave it leave it there. Um, yeah, I mean that's it, that's what it comes down to is the fact that this just was kind of a surprise for both of us, and yeah, and not in a good way. And not in a good way, unfortunately. All right, do we want to go ahead and give our personal grades? Yeah. All right, we're gonna just do the simple plus minus letter grade format yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, I give this movie a D plus, and for you give it a D. Yes. I've got I've got all our scores. He's, he's got the scores. We can I am the scorekeeper, mm-hmm. but we have I don't know. For me personally, I I was I had it at like a C, and then it dropped to a C minus. <laughs> I was like, but it's right on the end at a D plus. because yeah. <laughs> it it is right below where an average blockbuster should be. Well, not right below because C minus is not what you should be. You should be a no. C if you're going to be. For yeah. me, C is average. Yeah. And if you're going to be dumb summer blockbuster, that's what you should be. So it's right below what it would be to be right below yeah. an average summer Yeah. No, but like, there's just too many factors that don't work. Yeah. They, that that really just do not work. Which I know, I, I, and I know we spend a lot of time bashing this, so it's like, why aren't we just giving it like a, a straight F if we obviously don't like we'll it? We'll get to Fs. Oh, man. Um, but like, it's, it's, 
the type of thing where when you watch it, you we I mean, like we said, you know, one in five. It's, there's enough to there's enough to make it entertaining. You know, for, there for, is stuff that works. For me to give a movie an F, it really has to be none of this is working. I don't yeah. care about anything that is going on. I hate this. Yeah, I didn't yeah. hate it. No, um, <laughs> and that, that should be my quote on the poster. I didn't <laughs> hate it. D plus. <laughs> no, like um, I, I didn't hate myself watching it. Like I do with I, I feel that way with some movies. I'm like F. I, I yeah, hate this. Yeah, yeah, hate it wholeheartedly and. I, I just didn't get that with this. I was just like, this this isn't working for me, but it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's yeah, it's yeah. a D plus. Yeah, there occasionally you laugh. At yeah, a, a laugh for a reason that is something you're supposed to. But be when you are at. two hours and, and, and twenty and, minutes, yeah, if you are going to be that long, you need to work a lot more than this movie did. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I, I give it a D. I, I, I echo a lot of the same points as you. I just, I, I think, I guess it it didn't work enough even less for me I don't know it's, it's again type of thing where it has just enough mostly Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox yeah. somehow um, I think that I, the reason I have the plus is just because the action scenes didn't quite bother me yeah. bother me yeah. as much as they did with you I'm, I'm probably being a little harsh on it but it's, it's just the kind of thing where again I'm, I'm not looking to watch this again anytime soon I'm um, not looking to watch any of these again anytime soon <laughs> spoilers oh Alright everybody, I guess next week we'll be getting to Revenge of the Fallen, yep. so oh, man. stay tuned. Yeah, stick hope, around. Hope, thank you for watching our, our first episode. Hopefully uh-huh. you enjoyed it yeah. as much as we enjoyed talking about this this piece <laughs> of crap. <laughs> well, we'll uh, you know, the, give us any, any uh, I, don't, I don't know, does iTunes allow reviews? We'll find that out. We're, we're working the kinks out. Um, we'll, we'll try and give you a, a format for you to scream at us about things. So we'll, we'll in case you're wondering, we have no idea what we're doing. Yes, correct. <laughs> so we'll we'll try and take some find a way to get some criticism going for us, and, and you know figure we're, we're going to kind of keep trying to work out the kinks in this in our format and in the the general. But once again, I have I, I, I'm of this mind. If you agree with us, good for you. Yeah. If you disagree with us, good for you. <laughs> yeah. So every, everybody, once again, thanks for watching, yeah, and we'll see, we'll see you guys next week if you so choose to stick around. Yeah. For Revenge of the Fallen. It's, it's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Thanks, guys. Goodbye.